I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin. Sitting opposite me is... The wonderful, handsome, intelligent... Oh, you've introduced yourself. Uh, no, Chris Glasson. Thank you. It's a shaven haven um, that I am craving. I've buzzed all my hair off, mate, haven't I? You have. You I have. Thought, and it looks good. You, thanks, mate. You can't actually tell, but I've got this big red spot on my nose here. So, like, it, I've taken the hair away, and all you can see now is just this, this new head growing. <laughs> uh, I've just realised, why is the view thing gallery view? Ah, there we go. There we okay? go. That's, I can see myself. Well, yeah, yeah, I could only see your big melon head. Oh. And I, I thought, I don't really watch you oh, now. Oh, sorry. Um, you want to be able to see a bit of yourself as well, hey? I need to be looking at myself when I talk. It's so strange, and, but uh, I bet most of us do it. We're humans, right? We, we, we're fascinated. We, I, I look at myself and you and, you know, Paul in the background. Welcome to Hardcore Listing. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the show before, I'm not sure if he's going on Patreon or podcast yet. <clears throat> but if you haven't listened, it's where we do top fives. Sometimes of a guest choice, sometimes of our listeners, sometimes a choice of our own creation. This week, that was created by said person sat opposite me, Top Five Habits. We once Habits. had, maybe still have, who knows? But before that, let's just give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors. I will start by welcoming our wonderful sponsor, Egg Fried, our newest sponsor. They joined us for our um, live chat we had on Patreon the other day, where there was us and about, I'd say, 20, 20 or 25 patrons. I think there was 30 at one oh, point. Oh, wow. And we all had a good old natter. Gal Porter joined us, and so did our sponsors, Egg Fried. Egg Fried is a streetwear label. They are punk, skateboard, hip-hop inspired, and they also do homemade denim. It's super cool. You can check out their stuff at eggfried.com, and you can put in the discount code EGGSALAD for a big, fat, juicy discount. We have a sponsor called love-beer.co.uk. Love Beer, it's a company, it's a one-man band. It's run by Charles, and he is a absolute gem. He's been a long-time sponsor of this podcast. And he, it, well, he it's, it's kind of a, a two-pronged assault with his business. He will, um, if you want a bar, he will come and build you one uh, in all kinds of weird and wonderful spaces. He can create and design and, and build you a really cool bar in your house, business, uh, car, yeah. um, I think that's frowned upon uh, <laughs> bars in cars, 
I mean, that's a yeah, great well done, name mate. for a you business. Need get, um, you need to get that on uh, <laughs> registered. Um, and uh, yeah, and and if um, you don't want a bar in your house, but you do like really good beer, Charles will uh, deliver it to you. Um, he curates a selection of really amazing uh, beers, and they could be porters, they could be sours, they could be IPAs. Get the mixed bag, the one that's currently on yeah. there at the moment. You can hear Chris and I uh, drinking them with mm. Charles on, a, on an episode that came out a few weeks back. Um, oh, hang on, no, it's not even been out yet, no, has it? it's coming that's out, out this week. Yeah, so um, by the time this one's out, then uh, you can go and get stuck into that episode. And it was a really, really delicious selection of beers. Uh, and so you can go over there and order them uh, to your doorstep. Uh, and if you live in the kind of Kent, Essex area, chances are Charles will actually drop them off. So you can see his little smoky woodboy yeah. face when he uh, he drops off the beers to okay. you in a, in a super COVID-friendly way as well. Um, obviously, he's very, very aware of the situation we're mm. in, and that applies to his business. Um, you can save yourself some pan notes as well when you go over to the website love-beer dot co dot uk by putting in the discount code lbhclp Boom. so uh, go and do that and save yourself some pennies and get some lush booze lush. we've got another one right Gert lush i'll tell you who's Gert lush um our last sponsor luke and bang boom creative bang boom creative is a media production company they will film they will f- photographize and they will edit anything <laughs> uh within within reason uh Luke, who runs that, is a good friend now and just very, very talented with him and his company at capturing media and putting it out for the masses. They work a lot with Children in Need, Katie Piper Foundation and a variety of of other um, famous faces. And when he's not giving to those sort of charities, he's he's sponsoring this charity, basically, which is um, this podcast. Luke's mm. a wonderful bloke. When he's not doing that, he, what is it he does? Is he uh, photographies? Photographies. Oh, mm. right, okay. Mm. It, he's a specialist photographer of thighs. You know, right. you know um, Cisco, Thong Song, dumps yeah. like a truck. Well, that clip in the, the um, music video of a girl's dumps, which are her thighs, he, that was him. He filmed those bits, and that's how he, yeah, uh, that's how he sprung to the phone. That's a photographer. That's amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, well, I guess we can get on with today's episode, which is top five habits, um, old, new, constant. Oh, um, God, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Um, Go on, you can start today. Okay, so um, I've got a very, very bendy finger. <laughs> um, my 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 um, Peter Pointer on my left hand. Um, bends the wrong way. So for people that can watch this episode on Patreon, you can see oh, now I can bend my finger oh, the wrong way. Um, and so that is uh, a byproduct of when I was a little boy. Uh, I used to suck that finger. What? Uh, to what? It, like that. You're weird. So I've never known over this. the years as my bones were forming. Uh, what it's also done is. The shape of my teeth has all been defined by by that action as well. Wow. So as you see, lots of kids in my, you know, when I was growing up, were the first ones to get braces that would suck their thumb because it would push their their, their teeth forward. Um, I have my fang is kind of at a different yeah. angle, so it's, it's actually shaped like my skull. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's also meant I've got a, sort of a weird finger that bends um, both ways. Um, but what I do think that that habit 
um, has done, and I'm, I really shouldn't be saying this in the current mm. climate because I'm probably about to get wiped out by Corona. Mm. Um, but I think being a, a, a scruffy little oik mm. and just always playing out, mm. you know, just rolling around in mm. fields being a little mm. scruff bag and then sticking my finger in me gob, mm. I think I've got... Oh, God, shoot, don't even a, say it. We all a, know what you've got. A really, when... really good immune system. Uh, and I I never get cold. I'll be honest ever. with you, I don't think I've ever... In all years we've known each other, I don't remember you ever having a cold. I've heard you sound rough in the morning, but that's normally when you've had a drink. Yeah, yeah. That's only generally... That's me ringing you up to make mm. myself feel mm. better about how rough mm. I feel because I know you're uh -huh. worse. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been really lucky. I don't get flu. And, and I think it's just because I must have had so much shit and uh, probably dog shit and stuff like mm. that behind my nails as a kid, mm. just, you know, playing football over the fields and climbing trees and just being a, a, a scruff mm. bag. Uh, I think I've, I've built up quite a good immune yeah. system. Uh, it might be absolute bollocks that, and that might be the best bit of guesswork so, I've ever yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, it's going to be horrible when I've got to find a new host. <laughs> Famous last words. No, it, it, I think you do need to build up that natural immunity. And um, mm. I, it's funny because this whole episode really is about OCD to one extent or another, isn't it? It's about sure. it's about not having the willpower to to to. Um, fend off uh, lower base emotions effectively is what, what causes us to do these things and but you know these pe people who are so hyper clean they'll never the, the tragedy is they'll never really be able to avoid it and, and yeah. but that also is what drives them mad but you need you need that you need to be you need dirt and stuff like that to um health a See, healthy immune I system i totally understand where we're at you know, as a, as a nation mm. at the moment yeah. where we have to wash yeah. our hands more, Absolutely. you know, there's a, there's a massive purpose, you know, behind yeah. that. I get yeah. that. But, you know, I've got, I know certain people that, you know, are weird levels of mm. cleanliness, you know, where clearly it's not what I deem normal yeah. behavior. It's excessive. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's changed how they live their life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's quite odd, uh, and I, you know, just and you know, and when they have children, and they then, you know, kids are going to get dirty. Kids are going to literally wipe their food all over their face, and kids are going to plant in the garden mm. and eat dirt yeah. and just, you know, do what kids do. Yeah. And to deny them of that, I don't necessarily think is. Is, is healthy. It's, I don't I think. think it is, mate, because like kids have been doing that for a long, long time, and 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 it is a way of building up natural immunity. Something I um I th this is like ringing the guesswork bell because it's a long time ago since we discussed this, but you know when you go to like Spain and you have to walk out the tap and you get the shits. Yeah. And I always thought oh, I was just because like Spain's got a bad like plumbing system, but it's it's because they've got germs in their waterways that we're not immune to because we haven't mm. been drinking it all the time. No, it's not because like when they come over here, you know, they might not have the same thing. I'll have to double check that, but it would make sense that I know some countries, obviously you've, you know, we know that the, um, that the water filtration system is pretty bad, but 
you know, sometimes it's not just because that country is just because they're filthy. It's just because you're not used mm. to the natural bacteria of that environment. And um, yeah, and kids, we're, 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 we're pumped full of fluoride. Exactly, which I, you know, I use. Uh, we all use filters now. I always wonder if my mum and dad's house has particularly got something wrong with it. Hence, why mum and dad both got degenerative brain disease. You just don't know. Do you think so? I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, but yeah, I won't trust. That's it interesting, now. isn't it? It could be. How do you know someone didn't install when they did the plumbing in my mum and dad's house? They didn't put in a certain bit of pipework, which is fucking really shit for. You know, we won't we won't really know the answer to that. Mm. But um, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's that 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 being debilitating. I don't. I, I use one of my best friends used to have serious OCDs, and the first one I noticed from him was cleaning. And he would just clean his keyboard on his on his desktop every time he sat down to his PC. He'd run his finger around every single key. Every book he had was a fucking immaculate. You know, even like our Warhammer stuff, it was just pristine um he'd clean his trainers out before he put his feet in them he'd clean his feet before he put his foot in the trainer he'd clean down my mum's sofas before he'd sit in front of them he'd do that in front of my mum <laughs> and uh yeah it was it was kind of harmless really that but obviously there was there was signs there of other things going on but yeah it's uh yeah i get that mate so sucking your thumb well we covered a lot there didn't we my bendy finger. Right, what's your number uh, Your number five, Christopher? Um, this is a strange one. I remember this made, made a chuckle. Um, actually, I'll start with a, I'll start with an even lighter one. Um, this is one I used to do with said friend who had OCDs. We had an obsession with always jumping on three drains. If we saw three, like, you know, drain covers in a row on the street? You never step on three, never. No, well, one of us is dead now. So, I mean, it proves that probably one of, we shouldn't have been doing that. But, yeah. But whenever we saw three, we got one, two, three. <laughs> Bit crazy. And do you know? What? And that's a good shout. Them ones though. Yeah. Because like I still will not step on three drains. Mm. What's that? just because I've probably done it from when I was like five. But even if I'm like doing it now, I just think oh, I can't tread well, on three. Just in case that might happen to my well, kids. No, the thing is, like, there's a very obvious reason for this, right? It's a little bit like how there's truth in, in the fairy tales. Like, you know, don't let your kids go off into the woods on their own, for example. They're not going to get put in a fucking gingerbread house and eaten by a witch. They're going to get molested and murdered, right? But why... Keep it light, Chris. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> why are you going to... There's no reason to risk stepping on a storm like those drains. Because if it goes, and it's and the chances are beyond remote. They're absolutely beyond remote. But you mm. don't want... I don't know if that's ever happened, but you don't want to be the one who falls down that hole because there's a good I've chance. I've fallen down a drain. Fucking hell. I forgot. Yeah. I was playing football. It was only one of them yeah. ones that, like, where people used to nick the drain covers, yeah. like the big, thick iron ones that you could get your fingers in and, like, and yeah. pull them out. And, like, so when I lived on the estate... I think they were doing it with crowbars, mate. I don't think they were getting... No, no, no. These, you could get really? your fingers in. And, like, the ones that just, like, had, like, the kind of, sort of lines yeah. in them... Like really thick, oh, and they were like literally. There's probably like five in every single road, right, like okay. if you lived in a small road. Uh, and so, you know, on these like people would would you know nick them and and take them for to scrap man. Uh, and so what that meant was when we was playing football at the end of the estate at the dead end, where where we'd all sort of play football in the road, you had to have your wits about you a little bit, 
and every now and again you'd get caught up in the game, which I'd done, mm. and then forgot there was no drain cover on it and just put my foot and then I went down and literally I've got a massive scar on my on my shin where my foot went down it and then obviously I went with it and then literally just smashed my oh, shin I into can, this hole. I feel that now. It was pretty bleak. But, uh, but yeah, it is weird all them kind of three drains things. Would you walk under a ladder? I have. I try and avoid it. But again, mine isn't, this isn't an old wives tale. It's just fucking straight common sense. Don't walk under scaffolding or ladders when you can avoid it. Yeah. How's the wind fitter? So I'd, I'd walk under a ladder about 500 times a day. <laughs> like So I, I think if there was any bad luck associated right. with that, Maybe I would have seen some by now. I don't know. Mm-hmm, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, but it's really weird. Although that was work. I think if I was walking down the road now, I just wouldn't walk under a ladder. As you said, it's just fucking common sense, yeah. isn't it? The other thing I used to do, walk on cracks. I'd always walk on cracks. Why do you do the opposite fucking, of what you're not I, meant I, like, to do? I genuinely, I swear to God, me and Jay, no one had told us not to, and we'd created those games, and they were fun. Fuck fucking compute, like, you know, social media run around run yeah. along all the cracks and, and run across drain pipes that would kill a few hours number four uh, yeah happy uh, happy days maybe I don't know sounds fucking rubbish <laughs> uh, okay um, my, my number four um, I realised uh, one this morning so I'd had a run and it's ice cold out mm. there. Uh, the, the, the puddles were frozen. And so when I got back, um, I turned the, the hot water up yeah. higher on the shower before I got in it. Yeah. And where my skin was really, really cold, yeah. the hot water magnified itself, obviously. Uh, and then I realised I'd done something that I thought, why have I done this for years? And if I get in a hot bath, I do it. And the minute something really hot hits my cold uh, cold skin, I sing a Daphne and Celeste that song. That is so brilliant. <laughs> I will go, oh, stick you, your mama too, and your daddy, when I get in a hot shower. And I literally done it this morning. I was like, that's weird. Oh, fuck, I've done that for about 20 years. That's a habit in a hot... Yeah, you know, I've probably done it when we went swimming in the cold rivers as well. I probably got in and and, and probably sang it quietly oh, to myself. Mate, that's brilliant. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, um, I I get it as well. Like when I used to get in a hot bath with my mum, <laughs> can I just roll back some time? There? My mum doesn't even. Yeah, have, let's quickly get that. Sorted. My mum doesn't have a bath now, so that's how we know I can't be doing it now. She used to get in, and when it was hot, she'd go as we both sat in it, and like yeah. the other day. I ran a bath at our house, and as I got in it, I was like, and I was like, fuck me. That's from like the age of, like, honestly, as far back as I can remember. Oh, yeah, right. 27 or younger. <laughs> oh, that's a cute one. Yeah, that's, um, but then that, that's, I mean, someone said, can we do top five um, uh, uh, entries into the Vis Profanosaurus? And that's one of my favourite ones. Uh, is the monkey bath uh, lowering yourself nuts first <laughs> into a piping hot bath, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, yeah is one of my my faves. But yeah, um, singing um, "Who Stick You," uh, your mama too, and your daddy by Daphne Celeste oh, is my number four. That's very good. Right, this is a weird one. So 
My number four is I used to write myself little notes if I had a question or I needed some luck or I was about to do something. And I used to do it a lot for... I, I remember where how it almost started was because I it was, it was a karate tournament and I was really nervous about it because I was going to go and fight. And for some reason, I wrote down, and it was on my, it was, this is so strange, so specific, but my Sega Master System box, the console box, right, it was white with black checks across it to make it look like a computer graphic graph, I guess. And I wrote on there, in my fountain pen, um, come back here if you win. Don't know why I did that. And I won, I won, I won the, the uh, Carter, obviously, which my mates always used to make fun of me. It's like, that's where you don't fight, is it, Chris? I'm like, yeah, that's right. And I won the tournament, the fighting bit. So I went back there and I wrote on the box, yeah, I won the tournament. And then I I would do that. I, I, I used to do that for when I wanted things to happen. I'd write on a little note and put it in a drawer somewhere. And then I'd go and, like, respond to that note, like, a week later or whatever. How weird is that? Like, what a strange thing for a child to do. Like, and, and the funny thing is now, you look like, I guess about, I don't know when, but you st this sort of thing of put it out into the universe, right? And it'll come back to you or whatever. You've got to ask the universe. Um, that's what I was kind of doing in my own little, little fucking nine-year-old, ten-year-old head. And I, I did it through till I was about 13, 14. That's when I stopped winning tournaments so uh obviously obviously there was something to it but uh yeah i always remember that just making these silly little notes hiding them somewhere because i loved hiding things i was a big fan of hiding personally um from my abusive father sorry dad jagging and uh, <laughs> and um and um fucking hell chris um and uh yeah just hiding stuff i loved cubby holes Absolutely loved them. So fucking sinister. No, but like I'd put things places. Even I'd even mm. hide things that I knew no one would ever then ever find again anyway. I remember being on mm. holiday in Bournemouth with mum and dad. It was the shittiest holiday. It was it was bad. It just pissed down for a week. And the ho oh, that sounds like a rubbish like, holiday. I wish I had a better one. <laughs> the hotel was drab as fuck. And I remember randomly hiding a rich tea biscuit in his like in between floors like on the stairwell there was this old like probably it was like a blocked up service hatch but you could push the wood back and i just put a rich tea biscuit on there and went i'll leave that there <laughs> fucking no reason nice I, I quite i would have quite fancied that rich tea biscuit at some point but you know they probably wonder why they had a rat infestation so yeah leaving oh, note. that already sound if that already didn't sound bad enough you were snacking on a rich tea biscuit. I love biscuit. a rich tea biscuit, mate. You want to oh, step off? Chris, fuck off. I love rich tea biscuits. It's literally that. It, you might as well just cut fucking circles of cardboard no, out and just eat them. No, no. Uh, this is probably why I can eat like infinite Weetabix without milk, though. I probably don't really realise that my mum was torturing me and I've just built up, like you and Dirt, I've got a natural latency to be able to eat dry food. <laughs> to be dehydrated. <laughs> I can just eat dry food. It's just no problem to me at all. Um, yeah, I can eat bowls and bowls of cornflakes and that dry. I like it. Strange mm. man. So there you go. That's my number four. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Right, um, my number three um, is, is one that um, I learned how not to do, uh, or I learned not to do it uh, in spectacular fashion. Uh, and so it was one when uh, I was getting quite confident mm. sparring. Ah. And uh, and then I, I decided I'd, when I broke my toe that I was going to like just not do Muay Thai and do boxing for a bit. And so um, I met this trainer and uh, and he kind of got me to the point where I felt quite confident and, you know, he was looking at organising a, a, a white collar fight. So I was like, yes. So I was training all the time. And he went and he kept saying to me, because I, I like fighting from the corner I like being cornered and I like fighting from in the corner or off the ropes oh, I really wow. feel comfortable doing that but then when you're in the corner and if all of a sudden you don't want to be in that corner because someone's beating you, you up can't keep screaming you need, your mum you need to get out of there uh, and so what I would do is always throw a combination and then Step. sort of pivot out to the left but the one thing that this trainer would sell to me, like, because he'd stand in the corner, and, and he was a really good, like, um, boxer himself, and he would stand and watch me spar, and he'd literally say, don't drop your fucking left hand! Mm. Because every time I would pivot out to the left, I would drop my left hand. Like, drop it massively, almost like I was trying to look cool. Mm. So I thought I was trying to be fucking mm. Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and I was more like fucking Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> and like... I, I literally would pivot out and thankfully I never got caught. And then that's what, this is what all the listeners were praying for at the start of this ep- uh, pod, uh, story. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to get the money shot, mate. Don't worry. So my trainer then went to me one day, we had a lesson, we'd done some pad works. So he went, do you want a couple of rounds? And he was, he was probably about the same stamp as me, but more muscular and fucking fast. Uh, and, and yeah, and a former pro fighter. And I instantly just, everything I was doing just changed. And I found myself cornered, not because I wanted to be fighting from the corner, just because he was so good. And and he was sort of saying, right, move your head, move. And he was just like throwing shots at me. He was going, move your head, move your head, move your head. And so I was trying to sort of move my head and time where his shots were coming from because he was going left, right, left, right. And then obviously the minute I got in the flow of that, he'd go left, 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 left. And I'd be like, oh, fucking hell. And, like, and you just get completely bamboozled. And I thought, right. Get out, get out. So I kind of threw a shot back and then pivoted to the left and he just went, bosh. And I remember like sitting on the floor. Uh, at that point, there was also some travellers that were watching yeah. and they went, hey! which did not help uh, my embarrassment. Um, 
but yeah, it was in a, a roughly tufty gym in Basildon called Euro Fitness. Uh, and yeah, I learned why you keep your left hand up when you pivot out of a corner because he stuck one straight was on it my a head. Hook and or something or what? He lit, and it wasn't even a big shot, but he just threw a hook and like, and it weren't no power behind. He weren't trying to hurt me, uh, but I walked, walked into it and like, and it literally caught me on the jaw. Bang! Switch was someone pressed the switch, and I was just like plonked on the floor on my ass, just going, "Fucking hell!" And he was just like, "You?" Right? I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "You know what you done, didn't you?" I was like, "Yeah." <clears throat> I have never, ever, ever done that again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, don't, don't try and look cool when you get out of a situation. Just do what's practical, and that's like keep your hands where you, <laughs> you're ready, so you don't get smacked around it. So yeah, um, that was a, a, a habit, and it was a bad habit, and it was one that I learnt. Uh, why it was a bad habit, and I don't do that one anymore. Good one, mate. What's your, Mine's equally what's your uh, dangerous. Um, I have got this thing where it's usually in like some sort of like hands-on pursuit, where and creative pursuit. Let, let's say painting and decorating, or let's say anything artistic, or um, where I basically let's say I painted a door frame. And one pack, like I've painted it really reasonably well, right? And it looks like a good job and no one's going to notice it. But there's just a little bit, like, instead of it being like a 100% perfect line, the line is like 95% and no one will ever look back at that line, right? I will risk it for a biscuit and try and... One more, bro- one more, just t- just that last little bit. Just give me that last little brush stroke. I can't walk away from just going. No, that's the that's a good job there, and it's invariably that last brush stroke or whatever I'm I'm doing that fucking makes that line so much more wonky. And then instead of it being ninety five percent straight, it's fifty percent straight. And now I've got to do something about it, and that drives me absolutely fucking mental but I, you know i've got better now i've got better at going that's good enough and stepping away mm. but you know that has hounded me like I, it's really weird like, I, it's because i've been decorating recently it's the best it's the best um sort of um example i can give but you know even when i w- would do flyers for us or stuff like that um yeah it's it, it can be uh it can be quite quite frustrating to do weird shit like that. I'm wondering if any of the other listeners have that. It's a bit of a perfectionist thing, basically. And um, being a perfectionist isn't isn't useful, I don't think. I don't, like People yeah. say they strive for perfection. It's like I, I try not to strive for perfection as much now. I try to just dare more to dare to be vulnerable more. Like, okay, that's not exact, but that's not exactly how I expected it. But is anyone else going to fucking notice? And stuff yeah. like that, yeah. So that's one for me. I don't strive for perfection. I don't think I ever have. I think I it's one of your think... skills. I, I, See, I, I don't think I've ever, ever, ever tried to be the best I could ever be at something. Mm. Yeah. I just can't. I just kind of want to get. I like to get stuff mm. done. I don't think that comes with it. So I think there has to be a level. I think that they're like if you if you do it and you rush it too quickly, I think that can, mm. there has to be a balance. But I, yeah, I, I am. I think me and you are quite at the polar ends of that. Like we're quite opposite in that way, aren't we? Whereas, definitely. Whereas you'll yeah. be like, Chris, come on, 
let's just get it done and you'll get it out and I sometimes won't, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's um mm, it's it's fucking annoying. But there's a there's a there's one called But together we're electric. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Tur- turbo and laser together. That's what they call. <laughs> Which you fight crime. Uh right. My number uh two is one that um I was talking to my mum about this. Um and and she uh she said, oh, you know what you used to do when you was a kid? I went like, what's that? She went, um, I had a sand pit and it, it, it first started when we was on holiday in uh in Walton and Monet's. Uh and my mum peeled me an apple when I was about two. Uh and I had a bite of it and then I rolled it in the sand and then I ate it. What? Uh and what? and then this this might actually be why I've got a good immune system. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and then from uh, after that, anything that was kind of wet, food-wise, or, or like was sticky in any way, I would, if I was playing out, I'd just kind of roll it in my sandpit and then eat it. That's absolutely mad, mate. My neighbour Stephen, at the time when I was a little kid, I remember um, thinking he was weird because he used to eat the algae at the pond. That's quite weird. That's weird and dangerous. The other thing about yours. If we was to do a top five worst things you, you uh, in your mouth to chew, sand would be in my top five. It'd be in the top three. There's nothing mm. like when you get like I'd be on the beach and your mum done your packs out and you know you have a sandbo. It's got fucking sand in the butter. How did mm. you do that, Stu? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, you know, you know that like, I'm pretty cool with eating weird shit. Yeah, you are. Like, you are. Um, I'm pretty grubby with, 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 with that sort of thing. Last night was um, doing a little games night uh, and my eldest went, what is this? And, I, and obviously the table, you know, that gets cleaned probably two or three times a day. And there was just like this kind of like, I don't know what it was. I thought it was a bit of bread because we'd had like a, mm. a, a French stick. And uh, and the kids started flicking this thing at each other. <laughs> this, this like sort of, crump like it was kind of like probably about a centimetre square mm. uh, and it went it ain't mine it ain't mine and it, it was just a ridiculously funny sort of bickering and then <laughs> they flicked it at me and so I just picked it up and ate it <laughs> and when I ate it I just thought and they were like is it bread and I was like no it tastes of turkey which makes me oh, think I've been there no since way. Christmas <laughs> No fucking way. Again, probably why I've got a good immune yeah, system. Yeah, no way. Do you know what, though? That does make you invincible. So I, when I was younger, I was super... Like I, I guess this was a habit or whatever. I was super funny about food. I couldn't share food. I remember seeing a fly once... Like, like, for example, I see a little midge fall in my ice cream, like, uh, like a big 99 flake. I couldn't eat the flake. I couldn't eat it. I'd have to give the ice cream away. That's really? that to me now is mental. It's beyond mad, and because for yeah. some reason I thought the whole thing was contaminated, and um, and you'd have kids at school like like that who they just didn't care, and I think that mate, if you don't care, that gives you an edge on other kids because other kids fear you in that way. You know, yeah. I was never it's scared, like never scared power. of anyone like. Um, Size-wise, or anything like that, people didn't intimidate me. 
But if they could eat a dog turd. If they could pick a bogey and flick it at me. Because I couldn't do that to another human being. I couldn't. I couldn't because I saw it as dirty. So I, that person always kind of had an edge on me when it came to tomfoolery. Because they could go into a territory that I wasn't built for. And even now, mm. Mark will do things like it'll just burp straight in my face. And I can't, I can't do it to another person. It's just what I've been brought up. So I know if he goes there, I have to just go into well, I have to just um, result to physical violence, which is which is mm. you know is, is a pleasure in itself. But yeah, I can't I, do it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not cool with stuff like that. If someone flicked a bogey at me, I'd be oh, very upset. Uh, if someone done an orange squash burp in my face, yeah. I would bitch slap them straight yeah. away. Yeah. Just a big slap. Like, I just don't want a bogey near me. That's why I don't really want to play that game. Like I don't, I don't want to have to retaliate if I can avoid what it. What game are you playing where there's a I bogey involved? I don't know. Involved? Just kids at school being dirtbags, aren't they? I just don't want any, I don't want yeah. any fucking part Well, you ain't it. got to, mate. You're fucking 40, <laughs> boy. You ain't got to be fucking playing bogey games with kids anymore. If you do, there's well, a few more that questions comes on to ask. Well, one habit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, my number one oh, no, is quite I think short. it's my number two now, mate. I don't think I've even said my oh, number is it? two. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Being an annoying cunt, I can't help myself. Like, Why is that not your number <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah. Um, I can't help but rub people up the wrong way for enjoyment. Definitely. I can't yeah. help playing the hill. And, and, mm. and I can't help be the joker as well. And I think it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous because I do it a lot on this podcast. I've done it more and more as, as, as we've done it. And I played. I I I I often like. I don't. But we both self-deprivate. But I do it to an insane amount. And I know it's not healthy because it used to affect a reputation, my reputation at work. Because although I was highly competent at my job, I don't have it now. I'm just seen as highly competent because I don't do any of this in Humble. the office. Yeah. But um. But I used to. And there's it's so mad how because I now don't do that in the office. Although I'm the same person, I am seen as super highly competent. Yet. Say in previous jobs where I used to uh, play the fool. Um, Sorry, you've gone from highly competent to super highly yeah, competent. Yeah, it's a bit like wow. I'm not really I'm not master highly competent like you are with plate ah, spinning. So I'm uh, plate spinning, mate. So <laughs> so and so it it goes to show like it it really affects people's opinions of you because even though internally I I know myself I like obviously sometimes like things with names I will get names wrong till the fucking cows come home. There's things like mm. general common knowledge details about life and facts uh, about things that have happened in the past. And I never have an interest in retaining that information. Um, it's like no. it's like how epic your memory is for music. I just don't have it. Um, mm. I, where my brain, what I like, fascinates in the workings and mechanisms of things, which isn't that in, sometimes that interesting to talk about. And... But if I'm not talking about that, and I'm and and, and I'm, I'm just dicking about, I just come across like a knob, and um, <laughs> and and I can't help. For example, an instance where you know you can see more of my areas of interest is when we had Hattie Savari on talking about all those different things that we discussed. That's where Mark Braswell I find interesting. I spend my time, hmm. and and um. But the thing is, because I don't have a general knowledge, and also I love to say things. Not all my jokes are funny. I understand that I'm not a hysterical person, but I do like to really go out my way to say cantankerous or annoying things. And sometimes I'm like, I wish I could have just not said that. 
but there's just something in me that just likes people to go, oh, what a dick. <laughs> so it is a habit that I'm going to try, um, especially this year, because there's lots of things I want to do this year um, that I'm preparing for. And um, and I need to have, like, I need to be able to show more of a credible side to me. And um, so I might try not to be such a knobhead, but, you know, obviously not for the Patreon. Yeah, thank you. What's your uh, number one, mate? My, my number one's really quick, but it's one that, um, this one I'm dedicating to Leon McLeod, um, PC Leon McLeod. Breaking the law. Um, uh, is he a PC or is he like, uh, uh, I don't know what he is. Is he something more than that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, he's got letters after his hmm. name there. But, uh, yeah, but this one's for Leon anyway. Um, not especially for Leon, but just for the, the fuzz in mm. general. Um, <clears throat> and I don't really have a problem with the police. But growing up where I grew up, you're meant to sort of have a problem with yeah. the police. Never really knew why, because never really got in that much no. trouble with the police. But the minute one of us passed our driving test... All of a sudden, we'd all have shit cars, mm. and we'd generally get pulled over quite regular. Like, and, uh, <laughs> and so I don't know why, but if we ever drove past a, a police car or a policeman on the road, we'd get our middle finger and sort of push it against the dashboard or the, or the door and just go, yeah, go on, have some yeah. of that. Yeah, have it, have that. Obviously, they couldn't see it yeah. because we was hiding it. I still do that. I still drive down the road, and if I see a police car, I'll just go, yeah, fucking have that. If I'm on my own, in the car. That is brilliant. If that policeman what, beeped and waved, I'd be like, hello, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and if they pulled me over, I'd be quite up for a yeah, nice yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have no issue with no, police. No. But I can't help it. I can't help it. I have to just push my finger against the door panel or the dash, depending mm. on why, where, where they're located, mm. And just go, yeah, have some of that. I totally get Fucking it. Fucking pathetic. Really I'm 47, Chris. No, I've been doing that since I was 17. It's, pathetic. it's fun. I still call them the bastard squad. I love calling them a bastard squad. There's <laughs> nothing nothing that kills me more. And Molly always sees me do it. I go, bastard squad. She's like, it's not that funny, Chris. And I'm like, it's fucking, it's one of the all-time greatest. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm the same. Got no issue with cops. Yeah. And... But that go—that's the wider issue of look at the look at the impact those things have, like culturally on you. Mm. The prejudices. It's not a prejudice because it's a silly thing you do, but it goes to show mm. that if if you're if you're intent on shaping someone's behaviour, you've just got to keep mm. forcing them to do it as a kid, and then it would mm. go beyond you being aware that you're doing it and that you know it's mm. silly to you just do it and you don't question it, and um, that's yeah. uh, that's what 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 brainwashing's all about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fun one though. Uh, I guess it's on my number one. Can you guess it? Uh, no. Wanking. <laughs> it was either that or um, buying plastic. I love miniatures. the fact you just shouted that just to ensure that you, your missus heard it. So either that or buying Warhammer miniatures, uh, but I've got that under control now. Um, yeah, I um, yeah prolific masturbators there's no there's no no doubt in my mind we spoke about it at length so i won't go on about it too much but when you well we, we calculated it didn't yeah, we? yeah i said forty thousand. kev kev uh, thompson's mates were like it ain't forty thousand, and i think i probably overegged that pudding it's a lot mm. it's calmed down a lot in the last five six years but you know my record was seven 
and in one day and that's just that's just stupid um mm. and um yeah when you're wanking in your dad's office with the front door open that's that's when you know that actually probably um I wonder what I what like, I could be. I could probably be as good on guitar as fucking Jimi Hendrix. As uh, like, think of the hours I put into it. I'd be. I would be like a. Mar I could be a master plate spinner. Yeah, but could Jimi Hendrix be as masterful, you know, on his ding dong as you? Absolutely not, mate. Like voodoo child to tune, but could he knock out seven in a day? It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.